0: For the best audio experience, and to avoid embarrassment, we strongly suggest you use headphones whilst listening to Bubble and Squeak. You're listening to a Rock Candy podcast. Hi, I'm Peter Santoscano, and this is Bubble and Squeak, a podcast with uncanny sounds. Funny interludes and stories, most weird, many true. Okay, here's episode 12. Our show today comes in three parts. Part one, a story from the Toscano Family Archive. Part two, Elizabeth Jeremiah is alone during the coronavirus lockdown. A 15th century text opens the door to a deeper, passionate, sensual encounter with the divine. And part three, a sound slice from Madrid, Spain. My grandmother, Nardina Toscano, emigrated from Italy when she was a young woman. She brought with her a variety of traditions, including the veneration of St. Joseph. St. Joseph, the adopted father of Jesus, the earthly father of Jesus. Each March, she put on an elaborate affair that started weeks before the actual event. She took out linens from the old country, these beautiful white linen tablecloths that she ironed. She set up an altar in her living room, elaborate multi-step with statues of all the various saints she had. She contacted the priest and set a date for him to come to conduct a mass in her home. She sent out invitations to hundreds of people, relatives all over the tri-state New York area, to local family and friends and members of the church. And then she ordered bread, very specific instructions for large round loaves of Italian bread, hundreds of them that she had delivered the day before the mass. These she assembled on top of the altar so that when the priest came, he would bless it. Her home was packed with people. It's tiny, it was a tiny working class house. Uh, Almost nearly all of my 41st cousins on my father's side, their parents, relatives, neighbors, just packed the place. In addition to the Mass and having Holy Communion, everyone was encouraged to take St. Joseph bread home with them. And for the next two weeks, anyone who came near the house got blessed bread. And I always found it curious that my grandmother felt so much affinity towards St. Joseph. I mean, her husband's name was Joseph, and their first son was Joseph. But there was something particular about St. Joseph, who is such a, a marginal character in many ways. In the story of Jesus, he gets written out of the text before Jesus is an adult. But if you look at it, the whole story would have fallen apart without Joseph for a single pregnant young woman in that culture without a man to marry her she was destitute she was an outcast and then joseph had to take care of all the essential services transportation housing food security he was an essential worker on the front lines of this story and i find it so curious that during this time of coronavirus My very first instinct was to bake bread. A lot of people had that instinct as well. But I have found myself desperately trying to recreate those round Italian bread loaves that adorned my grandmother's altar so long ago.
1: This is Elizabeth Jeremiah from the Elizabeth Jeremiah Global Worldwide Ministries. In Jesus, sheltering in the shadow of his wings and sheltering in place during this time of the coronavirus. Like many Americans, I live alone. I don't have a cat or a dog. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Christ has given me everything I need for life and godliness, but still, I have needs. Now, before the lockdown, fortunately, I went to the Goodwill store not to buy any clothing. I worry about demonic forces that adhere to the fabrics of donated clothes and fecal matter. Now, I dropped off some things, and I like to peruse their books. And while I was there, I found this book about Marjorie Kemp. Never heard of her but a holy woman from England in the 1400s. She wrote the world's first autobiography. Yes, she traveled the world to Rome, to Jerusalem. A holy woman, deeply committed to Jesus. And this author, Robert Gluck, has got two little dots over the U in his name, so he might be German. He recreates some of the scenes from her autobiography. And let me tell you, Marjorie Kemp had a very passionate, intimate relationship with Jesus. And when I first started to read, I was perplexed and wasn't quite sure how to take it all in. For instance, uh, here's one passage Jesus lowered his eyes and said, Like a mother, I give you my breast to suck. The strongest wave of life's attraction to itself carried Marjorie forwards. She gazed at his chest, smooth and eventless, as a teenager's, and at his tiny nipples, expecting a miracle. She attained the rhapsodic mobility of the wealthy and immortal, the time and allowance to travel. Her ecstasy was so condensed, she felt separate from the moment, ready to faint. Now, to be honest, when I first read that, I thought this is a bit much over the top, but then I was convicted of the Holy Spirit. And I realized that along the years, I somehow lost my first love with Jesus. It convicted me. So I lay prostrate on the bed or prone on my back. That's prone on the bed. And I just sat in the presence or well, laid in the presence of the Lord. And I felt soul sick. So I laid my hands uh, right there. Uh, below my breast, uh, above my stomach. I just laid my hands and I said, Lord Jesus, I allow you to minister to me. And Lord Jesus, I will minister to you because I know your body has been broken. The church has been scattered at this time. People cannot meet and worship together. And as I laid my hand there, I felt the presence of the sweet Lord Jesus come over me and my hand began to move. And it was like I was no longer in my body. I was, I was touching Jesus's body and suddenly I came across this gnarled, hard place, this scar, this long gash. And I said, Lord Jesus, what's that? And he says, that's where I was pierced. And it was so crusty. And, and I'd like, Lord, what do I do? And he says, tenderly touch this spot. So I did. I began to rub very gently. And and over time, I don't know how long it was, the wound began to soften and and open up like a flower. And I felt the Lord Jesus say, know my suffering and know my joy. And I began to probe the inner depths of this wound of Jesus. Deep, deep sorrow overwhelm. I began to weep. And then I began to experience the anointing of the Holy Spirit flowing deep inside of me. I began to experience the Shekinah glory of Jesus. I began to experience the ecstatic joy that comes when you get filled with the Holy Spirit. I began to shudder, and I began to shake, and it was like when Jesus was crucified. And there was an earthquake, and the dead became alive, and 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 then the 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 temple, the the whole veil was ripped in two, and I just felt this shuddering and shaking, and it went on and on and on and on for a long time. And I just know that in these tender tender times, we need to love ourselves. We need to love each other. We need to love Jesus, who sometimes comes to us at a, in a form that we don't recognize, like a entertaining angels unaware. This is Elizabeth Jeremiah, from the Elizabeth Jeremiah Global Worldwide Ministries in Jesus, praying that you will be tender to yourself at this difficult time.
2: got lost in each other's eyes, then threw away the map and lost the key. God sent them the first two kids, one named Fire, the other one went with a note that floated down for them to read. It said you asked what it was like up here for me. Mother Earth and Father Time Since he got older till so finally He got too hot to tame Tom said son I know it's hard But you're breaking Your mama's heart If I looked up Through tears That made the rain He said why is it Everything I love I said flame Mother earth And father time
0: Let me set the scene for you. It's December 26, 2019 in Madrid, Spain. This is weeks before the drastic shutdowns which kept Madrileños in their homes for over a month. It's before the nearly 60,000 cases of coronavirus and nearly 10,000 deaths. This is a festive night. It's warm. People are out on the street. They're celebrating. And as we're walking, we come across a crowd of drunk and rowdy revelers singing traditional folk songs. Bubble and Squeak is written and produced by me, Peterson Toscano. I mostly make the show for me and for my friend David, who, like many right now, is in a gnarled and hard place. Special thanks to Carla Kelsey for introducing me to Marjorie Kemp and to Christine Bakke for giving me helpful feedback. The Bubble and Squeak theme song is Worthless by the Jelly Rocks from the Bang and Whimper album. You also heard two songs from the band 11D7. Shelf Life from their new Basic Glitches album, and Appalachian Wine from the album Mountain Medley. We are also on Instagram. Look for Bubble Squeaker on Instagram. That's Bubble Squeaker. Oh, and thanks for listening. For more shows like this one, visit RockCandyRecordings.com.